What's up, fantasy peeps? This is the boy Mel from Digging the Pits Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, I'm just here to discuss week nine's matchups and uh, go through the various teams' matchups that they will have and the advantages that they can gain. But first, guys, I want to just keep continue to remind you to mask up, sanitize up, and take care of your well-being. Think about the next person, guys, please, because COVID is not going away anytime soon. We just need to get a vaccine so we can continue to move forward. Now, let's dig into these football games for week nine. Uh, we have Denver Broncos at the Falcons. Uh, turnover-worthy plays, Drew Locke, 4.97%. Matt Ryan, 2.50%. Passer rating, Denver, under a clean pocket, 88%. Under pressure, 39%. Atlanta, under a clean pocket, 106%. Under pressure, 72%. Percent of plays, Denver's running the ball 38% of the time, passing the ball 62% of the time. Atlanta's running the ball 38% of the time, passing the ball 62% of the time. Average offensive snaps, Denver 69, Atlanta 74. Formation sets, Denver's out of three wide receiver sets 66% of the time, two tight end sets 27% of the time, two running back sets 12% of the time. Atlanta's out of Three wide receiver sets 65% of the time. Two tight end sets 21% of the time. Two running back sets 19% of the time. Guys, Denver is throwing the ball 20-plus yards down the field 15% of the time. That's number three in the NFL. Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler are facing Atlanta's weak cornerbacks. So, um... And A.J. Farrell for Atlanta is allowing 1.56 yards per route covered. And Isaiah Oliver is allowing 1.60 yards per route covered. So Denver's in a good spot with their receivers this week. Um, although I will say Atlanta's cornerbacks over the last four games has gotten better. So it's not as sweet as it has been in the earlier part of the season. Season. Um, Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley are both in the great in great spots too. <clears throat> they face they facing a, a weak Denver secondary. Uh, and guys, if you can go out there and grab Brian Hill, <clears throat> he's getting more touches per game. He's seeing Gurley. I guess they're saving Gurley for his knees. Um, last last week in the first half of the game, uh, Gurley wasn't anywhere to be found. I, I was wondering where he was. For the sake of his owners, his fantasy owners, I thought he was injured or something, but he wasn't. He came out in the fourth quarter and he has had a burst with him at that. So maybe that's what Atlanta's doing. They pacing, they're pacing Gurley pretty well. But if you have Gurley, I would go out there and get Hill just to back him up and, and have some assurance. Uh, moving on to the Seahawks at the Bills. Turnover-worthy plays. Russell Wilson, 1.28%. Josh Allen, 3.69%. Um, passer rating, Seattle's out of a clean pocket, 132%, uh, under pressure, 93%, Buffalo out of a clean pocket, 113%, under pressure, 82%, percent of plays, Seattle's running the ball 33% of the time, passing the ball 67% of the time, Buffalo's running the ball 38% of the time, passing the ball 62% of the time, average offensive snaps, Seattle 69, Buffalo 68. Formation sets, Seattle out of three wide receiver sets, 65% of the time. Two tight end sets, 35% of the time. Two running back sets, 1% of the time. Buffalo's out of three wide receiver sets, 95% of the time. 
two tight end sets 3% of the time, two running back sets 1% of the time. Buffalo has an advantage on the offensive line. Uh, Seattle's not applying much pressure, and the secondary is giving up massive yards. Uh, so I would look for Diggs and uh, Beasley and those guys to do damage this week. 11% of Seattle's pressures are converted into sacks. That's bottom 10 in the league. Um, it came out this week that today or this week sometime that Russ has uh, coined the tone, let Russ cook. He has um, He's coming out with some cooking supplies, and he, he, he has uh, trademarked that term, let Russ cook, so he can brand his cooking supplies. So he's taking it to another level with the Russ cook thing, and I think he'll, he'll make – Mega bucks off of it because it's a heck of a slogan. It's catchy, and it's good to go. Moving on to the Ravens at the Colts. Turnover-worthy plays. Lamar Jackson, 5%. Phillip Rivers, 3.89%. Passer rating. Baltimore, under a clean pocket, 96%. Under pressure, 90%. The Colts, under clean pocket, 94%. Under pressure, 109%. Percent of plays, Baltimore is running the ball 47% of the time and passing the ball 53% of the time. The Colts are running the ball 44% of the time, passing the ball 56% of the time. Average offensive snaps, Baltimore 67, the Colts 68. Formation sets, Baltimore is out of three wide receiver sets 54% of the time, two tight end sets 31% of the time, two running back sets 32% of the time. The Colts are out of three wide receiver sets 70% of the time, two tight end sets 29% of the time, two running back sets 2% of the time. I'm utterly surprised to see uh, the Ravens are a bottom 10 team in yards before contact. You know, um, Ravens normally known for their stout defense. They're allowing 1.59 yards per before contact. That's like top 10, bottom 10, a bottom 10 defense. So, you know, if Tiller, if, if Tiller's going to get the ball this week, and uh, I think he could do damage, and they should, they should run against the Ravens' um defense versus trying to pass against them because Phillip Rivers has this weird throwing motion and he could potentially throw a lot, lot more interceptions this week. One of the main questions this week, this week is, does uh, the squeaky wheel get the oil? Marquise Brown has been cited and saying that he's been grumbling. There's been grumblings of him uh, wanting the ball more, saying you need to get your big dogs the ball more, your playmakers the ball more. So, you know, Harbaugh agreed with them and said, yes, we do have to find ways to scheme them up to get them balls. So, you know, is this a week for Marquise Brown? I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. The Colts are giving up damage downfield deep. So I would not be surprised. Um, Marquise Brown, he's facing Rocky Sin, who is allowing a 64% catch rate. And, uh, 1.37 yards per route covered. So this may be the week for Marquise Brown. But 
You need Lamar Jackson to get back on track before that happens. Something seems a little off with this offense, um, and it starts with Lamar. Last week, he started picking up the run again, so, you know, maybe the bye week helped. Maybe. So we'll see how his legs hold up and if he's going to run a little more to give the team a little more juju. Um, but also, J.K. Dobbins is is picking up steam too. It's only two a two-man head, two-head backfield now. Ingram is out. So look for the rook to step up. Don't sleep on Edwards either though. However, it's an even split. They're splitting the carries throughout the weeks, but I think as the weeks progress, J.K. Dobbins will, will gain steam. He's, he's leading the league in yards per carry. Moving on to the Houston Texans at the Jaguars. Turnover-worthy plays, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Jake Luton is starting this week. Uh, he has a 0%. Passer rating, Houston under clean pocket, 119%. Under pressure, 73%. Jacksonville, 0-0. Uh, this is Luke. Luton's first week, so we'll see what happens. He he's been known to have a strong arm, so maybe he could build a connection and rapport with his uh receivers. Percent of plays, Houston's running the ball 30% of the time, passing the ball 70% of the time. Jacksonville's running the ball 29% of the time, passing the ball 71% of the time. Average offensive snaps, Houston 62. Jacksonville, 66. Formation sets. Houston's three wide receiver sets, 70%. Two tight end sets, 26%. Two running back sets, 5%. Jacksonville out of three wide receiver sets, 78%. Two tight end sets, 16%. Two running back sets, 12%. So, you know, it's been said that Jake Luton has a strong arm. So maybe he can get uh, DJ Chart into the game of the flow of things. Getting downfield against this Houston secondary, we'll see what happens there. Well, I'm I'm interested in watching this game and why or watching the tape afterwards and seeing how things play out with Jake Luton. Maybe he steps in for Minshew throughout the rest of the season. However, Deshaun Watson should have a field day uh, against this Jags defense. They're bottom ten team in pressure, so eight percent of their uh, pressures are. Converted into sacks. That's bottom 10 in the league. So, you know, I think uh, Watson is going to have time in the pocket. And he's he should this should be a good week for Fuller. So, if you have Fuller, get him out there. Because I think with this secondary, Fuller and uh, Deshaun Watson can get things going throughout, the, throughout this week. So, look for something to happen there for those two. Moving on to the Carolina Panthers at the Chiefs. Turnover-worthy plays. Bridgewater, 3.83%. We'll see if he goes. He had a neck stinger last week. So far, he's looking to go. Pat Mahomes, 2.66%. Passer rating. Carolina's out of a clean pocket. They're 115%. Under pressure, they're 33%. Kansas City might build up some pressure against that. Kansas City out of a clean pocket, 129%. Under pressure, 80%. Center plays. Carolina's running the ball 37% of the time, passing the ball 63% of the time. Kansas City's running the ball 37% of the time, passing the ball 64% of the time. That is key, and we'll talk about that. Average offensive snaps, Carolina 65, Kansas City 69. 
formation sets. Carolina's out of three wide receiver sets, uh, 65%. Out of two tight end sets, 26%. Two running back sets, 14%. Kansas City's out of three wide receiver sets, 72% of the time. Two tight end sets, 25% of the time. Two running back sets, 6% of the time. CMC is back this week, guys. He's been activated, so that's a go. Look for him to get mega dump downs. Um, you know, with uh, Moore and those guys stretching the field, I think, you know, CMC, Davis has fell off the last few weeks. I think CMC is stepping up, stepping in at the right opportune time. He's going to regain his, 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 his role back and look for him to get mega targets and, and be a big piece of the offense as he has been. Uh, Tyreek, Tyreek Hill, he could be getting back on track here. Uh, he's facing Jeremy Chin, uh, ranked bottom of the league in, at cornerback. So, you know, I look for Tyreek Hill to continue his success from last week. I know it was the Jets, but look, you know, I think he's going to get this ball rolling. Jeremy Chin is no one. He can't stick Tyreek. He's bottom 10 in the league, bottom half of the league. So, um, now, KC is a bottom 10 team in rushing TDs inside the five. That's where I'm I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not too concerned with this ratio. You know, uh, they're running the ball 36% of the time and passing the ball 64% of the time. Uh, CEH, we saw in the very, very first game, he couldn't punch it in inside the five-yard line. So, you know, we know that there, but, you know, maybe that's why they went out to get Lev Bell. Maybe Lev Bell can help. Uh but it was weird that everyone was high on CEH in the beginning of the season in the, in, the, in the draft season over the summer. Everyone wanted him. He was talked up like a bell cow, but he hasn't produced really. He hasn't really produced. He had he has his games. Don't don't get me wrong. He has his games, but they haven't been you know top top fantasy draft pick worthy to me. You know, so maybe Lev Bell will help. Lev look good. Lev looks good too. He looked researched. You know, he looked like he was shot out of a, out of a cannon. So, don't sleep on Lev Bell, man. Lev Bell is going to get his touches. He may be split out wide. He's a good receiver too. Moving on to Detroit Lions at Minnesota Vikings. Turnover worthy plays. Chase Daniels. 0% because he has not played yet. However, Matthew Stafford has landed on a COVID list. Uh, but he's he was land he landed on there outside of five days, so he may may be able to play this upcoming week. We'll see. As of now, it's Chase Daniels. Um Kirk Cousin at 3.56%. Passer rating, Detroit under a clean pocket. Zero. Zero. Uh, Minnesota, under a clean pocket, 101%. Under pressure, 72%. Percent of plays, Detroit's running the ball 37% of the time, passing the ball 63% of the time. Minnesota's running the ball 47% of the time, passing the ball 53% of the time. Average offensive snaps, Detroit 67, Minnesota 62. Formation sets, Detroit's out of three wide receiver sets 66% of the time. Two tight end sets 23% of the time. Two running back sets 17% of the time. Minnesota's out of three wide receiver sets 38% of the time. Two tight end sets 42% of the time. Two running back sets 34% of the time. This could this could be a week for Adam Thielen, guys. Uh, he, he's been shut down the last 
few weeks. You haven't hadn't seen them. Um, even Jefferson. This is a good week. They're playing. They're facing some weak cornerbacks. Detroit has weak cornerbacks. We all. It's, it's known throughout the league. Uh, Thielen is facing. He's going up against Jeffrey Okuda, who is allowing 1.83 yards per route covered. Um, that's bottom league. Bottom of the league average. So, you know, I think that the receivers here can do well. You know, Dalvin Cook came back last week. He 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 massacred the uh, Green Bay Packers, man. So maybe he could do the same here. Look for him to continue his success and continue to do damage here. You know, um, so moving on to the Chicago Bears at Tennessee Titans. Turnover-worthy plays. Nick Foles, 3.86%. Ryan Tannehill, 4.55%. Passer rating. Chicago under a clean pocket, 82%. Under pressure, 76%. Tennessee, under a clean pocket, 113%. Under pressure, 97%. Percent of plays, Chicago's running the ball 33% of the time. Passing the ball 67% of the time. Tennessee's running the ball 44% of the time. Passing the ball 56% of the time. That's huge for the big dog. That's huge for the big dog. Average offensive snaps. Chicago, 69. Tennessee, 71. Formation sets. Chicago's out of three wide receiver sets 67% of the time. Two tight end sets 32% of the time. Two running back sets 4% of the time. Tennessee's out of three wide receiver sets 50% of the time. Two tight end sets 39% of the time. Two running back sets 14% of the time. AJ, AJ, AJ Brown is in a, in a great spot, guys. Um, the Bears are allowing deep passes of 20 yards or more downfield. They're, they're like ranked top 10 in that stat alone. However, they just aren't allowing many points to the quarterback. So over the last few four weeks, that has loosened up. So look for AJ Brown and Corey Davis to do damage against their secondary. Although their secondary has, it's just been, it's just weird. It's just weird how their secondary has been playing. They give up a few plays here and there, but teams are trying them deep. So, A.J. Brown can be in a, in, a, in a nice spot here. Moving on to the Giants at the Washington football team. Turnover-worthy plays. Daniel Jones, 3.32%. Kyle Allen, 3.09%. Passer rating, New York Giants under a clean pocket, 86%. Under pressure, 53%. Washington under a clean pocket, 100%. Under pressure, 97%. Percent of plays, New York Giants running the ball 33% of the time, passing the ball 67% of the time. Washington's running the ball 37% of the time, passing the ball 63% of the time. Average offensive snaps, the Giants, 64 the football team, 67. Formation sets. The Giants out of three wide receiver sets 57% of the time. Two tight end sets 41% of the time. Two running back sets 5% of the time. Washington's out of three wide receiver sets 67% of the time. Two tight end sets 23% of the time. Two running back sets 10% of the time. Over the last four games, 
Washington's defense has been top 10, a top 10 defense against all skill positions. So, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to, is this is, this should be a tough week for, um, the Giants receivers, Gallup, I mean, um, Wayne Gallman, uh, the running back for the Giants to really produce because Washington has been tightening up their defense. However, on the flip side, um, the Giants are pretty much let them go. You got them, start them in this game, you know, because as as the weeks has been going on, they have been weakening in those positions, those skill, allowing points to those skill positions. So if you have Antonio Gibson, if you have Terry McLaurin, if you have Logan, fire them up, man. Let them rip. This is the week that the 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 uh, Washington football team may do some good, may do some good here. Although they've been playing well over the last couple of games, they're in it. They're in it to play. The Raiders at uh, the Chargers turnover worthy plays. Derek Carr, 3.21%. Justin Herbert, the Rook, 2.62%. Passer rating, the, the Raiders, under a clean pocket, 121%. Under pressure, 75%. The Chargers, under a clean pocket, 106%. Under pressure, 102%. Justin Herbert is living up to his draft status. This kid's going to be a high draft pick in fantasy next year. He's playing very, very well. Percent of plays, the Raiders run the ball 42% of the time, pass the ball 58% of the time. Chargers run the ball 42% of the time, pass the ball 58% of the time. Average offensive snaps, the Raiders 70, Chargers 76. Now, I know I said that this guy is going to be a high draft pick next season. However, I'll say pump your brakes. You should not, you should not draft a quarterback early in your fantasy drafts. Look at Lamar Jackson this year. Everyone was thinking about getting him next year, this year. Look at him. He's not producing as he did last year. Now I'll carry on. Formation sets. The Raiders out of three wide receiver sets, 44% of the time. Two tight end sets, 44% of the time. Two running back sets, 25% of the time. The Chargers. Out of three wide receiver sets, 69% of the time. Two tight end sets, 24% of the time. Two running back sets, 12% of the time. The Chargers are allowing only allowing 2% of runs inside the five-yard line to be converted into TDs. So this is a tough, hard-nosed defense. So Jacobs, I don't see you pounding the ball inside the five. They're going to have to pass the ball in. So if you have receivers, if you got the tight end, Waller, start him because they're going to have to pass inside the five-yard line. I don't see them running on this defense. This defense is still inside the fives. By the way, stare clear of Henry Ruggs. He's facing Michael Davis, who is allowing only .21 fantasy points per route. .21 fantasy points per route. That's the top. That's top half of the league. So, so. Now, I'm not saying that Henry Ruggs won't beat him deep because that kid is fast. That kid is very fast. But what I am saying, all the little under the knees and tufts, when you when you got to stick with them, he might, he might not come through and produce. Michael Davis might get the advantage on him on that one. 
Moving on to the Dolphins at Arizona Cardinals. Turnover-worthy plays. Tua. Told you I can't pronounce that last name, so I'll stick to Tua. Tua, 3.85%. Kyler Murray, 2.33%. Passer rating. Miami under a clean pocket, 92%. Under pressure, 48%. Arizona under a clean pocket, 108%. Under pressure, 34%. Woo, both of these teams are suspect under pressure, so... Fire up the D. Miami's no slouch defense either, I must say. Percent of plays. Miami's running the ball 41% of the time. Passing the ball 59% of the time. Arizona's running the ball 40% of the time. Passing the ball 60% of the times. Average offensive snaps. Miami 64. Arizona 74. Formation sets. Miami's out of three wide receiver sets 56% of the time. Two tight end sets 28% of the time. Two running back sets, 23% of the time. Arizona's out of three wide receiver sets, 64% of the time. Two tight end sets, 31% of the time. Two running back sets, 4% of the time. Arizona's gaining uh, 1.87 yards before contact. Number two in the league. Miami's allowing 1.63 yards before contact. So that's .27 yards over the average that Miami's allowing. Can we say fire up Chase Edmonds this week? Yes. Can we say that one more time? Fire up Chase Edmonds this week. If you have Chase Edmonds, he should not land on your bench. Get him in your game. This is a prime spot for Chase Edmonds. Fire him up. Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker is facing Drake Kirkpatrick. Drake Kirkpatrick, who is allowing 1.70 yards Per route covered. Can we say, can Tua get the ball to Devontae Parker? Let's see. Let's make that happen. Tua didn't have a great outing last week. We all aware of that. So we'll see. Now, I know Christian Kirk has been playing well coming on. He's been coming on, and but you know, this is not the week for him to continue success. He's facing Xavier Howard, who's allowing 0.23 fantasy points per route covered. That's top half of the league. So, you know, this is not the week for Christian Kirk to do much damage. So, you know, I know he has been coming on. I know he's been coming on like gangbusters. But, you know, D-Hop is going to do him. D-Hop is going to continue to get the targets. So, Christian Kirk, he's known to stretch the field. And I don't see that happening this week. This isn't the week for that. Moving on to the Steelers at the Cowboys. Turnover worthy plays. Roethlisberger, 1.79%. Ben DiNucci, 11.54%. However, it's been saying, you know, is the game too big for him? Is it moving too fast for him? Is the spotlight too big for him? We don't know. We may see Garrett Gilbert. Who knows? This could be a week for Garrett Gilbert. But however, whoever you see, fire up Pittsburgh's defense because this is the week that they rack up the points. Passer rating, Pitt, under a clean pocket, 103%. Under pressure, 86%. Dallas, under a clean pocket, 84%. Under pressure, 40%. 40% under pressure. Passer rating of 40% against Pittsburgh Steelers blitzing defense. Number two blitzing team in the league. Hello. Percent of plays, Pittsburgh's running the ball 42% of the time. 
passing the ball 58% of the time. Dallas running the ball 33% of the time, passing the ball 67% of the time. That number should flip as the season progresses, like I said last week, because they not, they're not going to come out here passing. They came out wildcat, all, this, all these gadget plays. Come on, man. Average offensive snaps, Pittsburgh 70. Dallas 77. Formation sets, Pittsburgh's out of three wide receiver sets 67% of the time. Two tight end sets 27% of the time. Two running back sets 11% of the time. Dallas out of three wide receiver sets 79% of the time. Two tight end sets 19% of the time. Two running back sets 3% of the time. Now, last week, Ben, ben Denucci's main target was Gallup. Now, I don't know what that was about. I don't know if it was in game plan. But Gallup has been phased out with other quarterbacks. Ben DiNucci steps in. It's all Gallup. Gallup, he received 12 targets last week. 32% market share of the targets. That's huge. Now, we'll see. Will Gallup be the guy? If, if you got him, you have to start him based on that sample size. That's a small sample size, but you have to start him. James Conner. Dallas is allowing 2.87 yards before contact. He's my star player of the week. James Conner will be a top five back this week against this Dallas defense. Trust in me. I think both sides, both uh, Deontay Johnson and uh, Chase Claiborne, Claypool, Chase Claypool, Claypool get theirs. Both Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool both get theirs this week. Pitt. Pittsburgh likes to throw the ball in between the numbers, in between 0 and 9 yards, 0 and 10 yards. Pittsburgh like to target their receivers in those ranges. Dallas, on the other hand, is the number two team in allowing fantasy points in between 0 and 10 yards. So look for both Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson to do damage. However, Juju's going to get his. <clears throat> Juju's still going to get his. However, he's falling off a little bit. These two young bucks are stepping up. You saw what what happened when Johnson's healthy, fully go. You saw when Johnson's not there. Claypool's the guy. What more can I say? Look for these two to get theirs this week. Moving on to the Saints at the Buccaneers. Turnover-worthy plays. Drew Brees, 2.91%. Brady, 1%. Passer rating, New Orleans under a clean pocket, 114%. Under pressure, 80%. Tampa Bay under a clean pocket, 113%. Under pressure, 59%. Percent of plays, New Orleans running the ball 41% of the time, passing the ball 59% of the time. Tampa Bay running the ball 38% of the time, passing the ball 62% of the time. Average offensive snaps, New Orleans 69 Tampa Bay, 70. Formation sets. New Orleans out of three wide receiver sets 53% of the time. Two tight end sets 20% of the time. Two running back sets 22% of the time. Tampa Bay is out of three wide receiver sets 63% of the time. Two tight end sets 32% of the time. Two running back sets 2% of the time. Now, Antonio Brown is back. Bruce Arians said, He's going to get in between 10 and 35 snaps this game. That doesn't mean touches. That means snaps. I think Bruce just gave a wide range 
Who knows? But I know one thing. Brady likes this guy. Brady's going to target this guy early and often. Just think back. When he played that one game with New England, who did Brady target? Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown against Miami. Antonio, he fed him. He fed him. He's going to keep feeding. He's going to feed him. Drew Brees has hit the injury report this week. Said he's good to go. We should see. Um, but that defense is pretty stout. That Tampa Bay defense is pretty stout. Michael Thomas may be back this week. We don't know. His, his, his status is up in the air. It's still, it, it's still going to come down to game time. We don't know what's going on with that guy. Kamara has hit the injury report this week. Said he's good to go. We know he's always golden. He's going to get his little screens, his little dump-offs, but he could be a 52 fake-out. Just in case, we should pick up Latavius Murray, and he shouldn't be on your waiver wire. But however, <coughs> this may be a good week to use him, just for the fact that Kamara, Kamara may be a little bit more banged up than it's led on to be. Godwin with the thumb may be good to go. Once again, another game-time decision. However, however you look at the situation, Brady could be, uh, he could have a full complement of all his weapons this week. And Ronald Jones fumbled again. Although, although, I must say, I don't think that was a fumble. This catch rule, the fumble rule, everything is screwed up in the NFL. Some passes are catches, are catches, some are fumbles, who knows. Because I think Gronk technically didn't catch a touchdown. He, that ball got knocked out of his hand, but who am I? I'm not officiating the game. I don't see it in game time speed. I'm sitting on my couch. However, back to what I was saying. Ronald Jones fumbled last week again. So, that's another pathway for Leonard Fournette. However, Leonard Fournette is taking over. He's a better blocker. And whenever Brady wants... You're a better blocker, blocker and you can protect Brady. You best to believe you're going to be inside that game. And Fournette is taking over that number one role. He played majority of the snaps last week. And once that fumble happened, he was on the field every touch. Moving on to the Patriots at the Jets. Turnover-worthy plays. Cam Newton, 2.69%. Sam Darnold, 3.31%. Passer rating. New England under clean pocket, 87%. Under pressure, 35%. The Jets under clean pocket, 69%. Under pressure, 60%. Percent of plays, New England. Running the ball 46% of the time. Passing the ball 54% of the time. The Jets. Running the ball 34% of the time. Passing the ball 66% of the time. Average offensive snaps. New England, 65. The Jets, 66. Formation sets. The Jets are out of three wide receiver sets 79% of the time. Two tight end sets, 21% of the time. Two running back sets, 2% of the time. New England's out of three wide receiver sets, 62% of the time. Two tight end sets, 6% of the time. Two running back sets, 37% of the time. Now, the Patriots, they will and they should run the ball and run the ball and run the ball more and more and more. Nothing but run the ball this game. They should do it well against this Jets defensive line. They have a, the Jets has a has a weak defensive line. The offensive line for the New England Patriots should outdo the Jets defensive line and pave the way. However, I do think this is a good week to play Cam. Cam has been playing a little suspect over the last couple of games, but he's faced a couple of good defenses. Cam is going to do him. 
Cam is going to run. I think he can run against this defense if the blitz doesn't get to him. I think he can create some damage against this defense. For the Jets side, don't even start any of those receivers, man. There should be better options out there. You're not doing anything against New England's cornerbacks this game. The Jets are not doing anything against New England's quarterbacks this game. And I like New England's defense in this game. I think New England defense is, is going to come to play. Look, the Jets aren't anything to go crazy about this season. Are they? No. Come on. This has to be a game Cam does well. I'm looking to, for Cam to do damage here. If you, if you need a player that and you, you need a quarterback, you hurting that quarterback, go pick up Cam. Go pick up Cam. I'm telling you, Cam is going to show up and show out this week, guys. Well, this is the Bull Mel from Digging the Pitch Fantasy Football Podcast, man. It's been fun this week. Uh, but, you know, it's time to run. Um, once again, guys, keep that sanitizer at hand. Mask up. Stay safe. Think about the next person. Don't think about yourself because COVID is not going anywhere anytime soon. We have to live with it. We're going to learn to live with it. We're going to overcome this. Just do your part. Mask up, sanitize up, and we'll continue to do well, guys. Until next time, this is the Bull Mel, and I'm going to continue to dig in the pitch for some fantasy nuggets. And I am out.